And we're back once again! Welcome back to the Insane Ramblings that is the Dead Red Herring Podcast with me, Magnus, and... Roland. Wow, the enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Curb your enthusiasm, will you? Well, I, I let you do the intro because you have this perfect radio voice. <laughs> and a perfect face radio also. Yeah, <laughs> ugly as... well. <laughs> ugly as sin. With a face that only a mother could love. She did. My mother always loved me. <laughs> that way she tells you, at least. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's okay. He's okay. He's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Welcome back, people. Once again. Yeah. So. <laughs> Just can't get rid of us. No. We're like a bad rash. Or I was going to say STD, but. Yeah, I wanted to say that too, but, well. <laughs> you know, trying to keep it civil, child friendly, and and stuff like that. I guess. Oh, you're funny. Civil and child friendly. <laughs> nah, nah. Right. So, yeah. Do we have any topics? Oh, we do. But first of all, let's yeah. have a little bit of a shout out yes, from this we, Sunday. Yeah, we did a live stream. With our cat's gay and a feral gay cat. That was awesome. That was fun. Yep. Should really like do it we again. Say, we, we did do it again. Uh, yeah, it was really fun. Mm. Well, I, I think we can officially say it was a whole lot of shit posting in speech. Yeah. Lit- literal. <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so if you want to hear us just talking a lot of smack and uh, really making a fool out of ourselves, go over to our Cat's Gaze YouTube channel and look for the stream. Here, here. I think we'll put a link yeah, we will. On, uh, on our YouTube. We will link in the description. So, yeah, going to be easy to find. Exactly. But. But. <clears throat> the topic for today. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> here are the headlines for tonight. Da, 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 da. We should actually have some sort of sound for that. Yeah, like <laughs> newsreel. Uh, yeah, more the major topic for this time is actually tabletop role-playing games. Yes. Are they harmful for your ch- children? More this broadcast. <laughs> yeah. And uh, secondary topics are, well, actually, funny enough, Netflix Marvel. Because here's the thing, sort of two days or whatever it was after we released our last episode, I got re- got the news that uh, uh, Netflix has not continued, they've chosen to not continue with the Luke Cage series. Yeah. Uh, so that means that both uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage is off the table. Mm. Weirdly enough, 50% disappeared. Mm. Where does that sound familiar? I hear the sound of a snap. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. That, and I, I feel it's kind of sad, because I really wanted to see a continuation of the Luke Cage storyline. Yeah, me too. It, it was just getting interesting, so to speak. But maybe they're just... Maybe making room for... I mean, with both Iron Fist and Luke Cage discontinued. Maybe they're just going to do a uh, Heroes for Hire. Like, uh, get, uh, they're going to have them both in the same mm-hmm. series. Maybe. Yeah, you can hope for it. Yeah, that would be Other, awesome. Otherwise, maybe it's something to do with licensing. 
Ah, curse you, Lysing, thy name is Disney. Yeah, because I, I think that it might be, in worst case, that Disney doesn't want to have any competitors on the streaming services. So they they will pull their licenses to other providers and producers so they can make their own content for their own streaming service. And people say Monopoly is just a game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, we did actually get the new uh, Daredevil season, mm? season three, and uh, I've seen it all. It will, I haven't seen it. I mean, I am still on episode nine, but I'm going to finish it soon enough. Yeah. So, as far as I have seen, none too shabby. Mm, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Mm. And so, we'll just give our spoiler-free th- thoughts on this. Yeah. A uh, spoiler-free thought. Thought! <laughs> as I said, I enjoyed it. I think it was a really good season. It brought back good things. Like, uh, it, it was sort of like bringing back things from the first season and mm. uh, taking away the the more boring stuff from the second season and really focusing on the character development this time. Mm. Um, what should I say more? Um, I think that the storyline with the Kingpin was still strong. Yeah, he is still they, a fantastic it, it, character. Yeah, the... Although this time I did not have as much sympathy for the character as I did in the first season. No, no. So, I mean, I think they actually really did a good job of portraying him as the real bad guy this time. Instead of, well, as I I believed for the first season that he was more of a misunderstood person (laughs) than an actual (laughs) villain. Well, that's good because, well, he is a villain. Yeah. So. (laughs) And we have the secondary... Uh, antagonist as well. That yeah, we're gonna keep a, th- a secret. Yeah, a secret. We'll do a, a real deep dive into Daredevil season three at a later point. I think when more people have had the opportunity to watch it all. Yeah, but I can say that I really did enjoy the secondary antagonist. It it was a really interesting spin on the character. Yeah, and to be honest, it's really obvious. Who he is from the get go, but yeah, yeah, I mean, but... I'm I'm a nerd, so yeah, and I people need to see for themselves, yeah. So, but it's well worth a watch, uh, and I think that if they continue on making the series, well, the the Marvel series like this, uh, we will see another great age of yeah of Marvel. Absolutely, I certainly hope for that. It had some moments in this season with <laughs> wokeness may occur yeah so to speak but it's it's mostly subtle there's one yeah. scene that's really in your face but well <sighs> it's to be expected to be honest yeah, I, and I, that's sad yeah i i agree i, I sort of just <laughs> shut off while that those scenes happen so mm. Like, all right, let's get it over. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And now we're back to our regular regular scheduled yeah. Marvel series. But, so, yeah. But, but I think we can save the other stuff for a deeper dive at a later point. Yeah. Yeah. So, <sighs> role-playing games. Yeah. Our main topic for tonight. Role-playing games. Are they sexist? Are they 
ableist? Are they spawn of the devil? No, wait, that's <laughs> that was the old, <laughs> the old, old line. <laughs> it's really interesting. I myself have been playing role playing games since I was well fifteen. Mm. So well over fifteen years now. Yeah. Well, that that tells something about me. <laughs> but but um, nerd. Yeah. Uh, over fifteen years of experience with tabletop role playing games. The majority of the time, I've been the game master. Um, so I mean, this is a hobby for me. I really love it. Yeah. Uh, and and the things that I love about it is the escapism, the 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 chance of being in this fantasy world of actually doing fun stuff. You foolish white cis nerd. You yeah. can't have escapism. You white man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you, you can't have that. Silly person. And this is the reason why I get really pissed. Triggered, if you will. Yeah, actually really triggered when the identity politics Mm. comes to destroy my hobby. Because that's what I think it is. They are trying to destroy it. They're coming for our tabletop RPGs, people! Yeah. Well, actually, they've they, already they are. come for it. Yeah, so. they are. So. <laughs> and they are ruining it. Yep. The NPCs are ruining role-playing games. Ironic, isn't yeah, it? I know. The uprising of the NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting revenge for all the times that players have killed them. Shit! God damn it! But, uh, I, I still enjoy role-playing games as a hobby. I do yeah. still play. I mean, we're playing from time to time. Yeah, we're, and, we're doing uh, a lot of role-playing. So. Yeah. And I want to continue on doing it, because this is really something I enjoy doing. Well, I think that's the general difference, because... We can do it by ourselves, so we don't have to have these yeah. howler monkeys uh, exactly. dictating and what we should do with our game. Exactly. And my problem with role-playing games today isn't the games themselves, but the community. Because the community, way toxic. Yeah. And I mean that literally. It's toxic, but not in the... Gatekeeping kind of sense. No, not, not in the progressive left sense. Because... The toxicity comes from the progressive people. Mm. These are the people that deems everything as phobic or ableist or problematic because it doesn't fit their worldview. What is fitting their worldview, though? I guess... Their worldview is like a jigsaw piece. (laughs) Their worldview is pink, fluffy, full of puppies and trigger warnings. Pink? Yes. How gender determinate? I paint it's baby blue. I don't know. It's rainbow colored. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. It It takes all colors to make a rainbow. (laughs) I mean, except black. I really don't want to take part in the community because I don't feel that I have a place in it. And not to say that I have to have a place in it, that I have to be welcome. It's more that. I can go on a forum or a a page dedicated to role-playing games without feeling that, oh, shit, I don't want to be here. Because the ideas spewed there just repel me so much. Mm. Because you can't have any fun. You can't have any fun talking about, oh, these moments in role-playing and these characters like this and that. Because there there will always be 
a hateful mob of people going after you, accusing you of being the worst, most horrible person ever because you don't fit into their line of thinking. Mm. So I've seen a whole lot of people getting flack because, oh, you're just doing this because you're sexist. Oh, how can you have this character because that's racist? Oh, how can you do this because that's, that's ableist or phobic of any kind? That goddamn vocal minority. Yeah. And also, now this is actually old news within the sphere, but yeah. uh, the maker of Pathfinder, Paizo, <laughs> they're working on their second edition of Pathfinder, and there, there's supposed to be some sort of intro text telling you how to run your game. Because yeah. in there, they write that role-playing, or Pathfinder in this case, mm. is supposed to be an open and welcoming thing that all people should feel that they have a right to be in. And, and I, I get so fucking mad <laughs> because no one ever should tell me how to run my game or how I'm supposed to lead the game. My group, my game, fuck off. Yeah. If you don't like it, you don't have to be here. I'm not forcing anyone, and you're not supposed to force your way in either. You don't like it? Get the fuck out of here. Here, here. I mean, I have no obligation to, fee- to make people feel welcome. I have no obligation to, to be sensitive of triggering. Because someone might be triggered. Sure, if I actually talk to my players and I know that, well, there are some people that might be triggered by spiders. I actually were throwing spiders. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, sure, it's not that you should make people feel uncomfortable just because. But the part of being in a role-playing game is to experience stuff that you might not otherwise experience. But this experience is, it's in your head. It's not real. It's a fucking game it's make-believe and if something that is make-believe make you feel so goddamn triggered that you have a panic attack then maybe you shouldn't be in that game playing maybe you just should be locked in in a very cozy cell with a nice hug sweater well you should get help yeah i I mean but these i mean these people that does this clearly they don't have any conception of what's real and what's fantasy. No. These people are mentally ill. Yeah, more I, I'm, or less. I'm, I'm I mean, saying this they right can't now. really see a difference in reality in fiction. I mean, when you say that virtual rape are as bad as real life rape, you have a problem. Scum. <laughs> yeah, and and also you can't play a have a, or you can't have a concept of a character that is racist because no. that that will be harmful. Which means that you can have a dwarf being angry at elves. Son of a bitch! <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> I say we should rise up, our short brethren! <laughs> dwarf power! Yeah, and I mean, in that case, why do the heroes of Lord of the Rings fight against the orcs? That, that's, that's racist. I mean, the orcs come from... Mordor, which lies southeast of all of Middle Earth. Oh no! <laughs> it's not like they want to destroy everything. No, they just misunderstood 
is their culture, it's within their rights. They just don't understand better. Exactly. They're noble savages. Yeah. God, we're gonna get so much flack for this. <laughs> Good. Hashtag Orc Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. God. Green Lives Matter. <laughs> but I do vote for the Dwarven Pride to rise up. Yeah. Dwarf Pride. <laughs> I, I, I agree. <laughs> oh, getting so many ideas for sessions right now. Yeah, I know. But also talking about uh, racism and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this case of some stupid person called Dice Dog that oh, yeah. wrote a piece about the new Vampire Masquerade and making a whole thing of calling it white supremacist and racist and all. And, and I'm like, how huh? could you ever come to that conclusion? There is nothing in those games that actually say that this is what they want. There is no support whatsoever in, in the World of Darkness that, that say, oh, having one pure race is a good thing. No, fuck <laughs> off. If there is something in the game that, like, you have a skinhead character, an antagonist, or if, even if you play this, this is make-believe in a game and it's not real. But so, reality and fiction is real. Yeah, White you Wolf see, did nothing wrong. <laughs> and also, here's the thing. This person took down the piece. Uh, it pulled down, <laughs> he pulled down his site. He removed all of his stuff from the net because White Wolf, they were going to sue him out of oblivion. Mm. Justice. Justice. So, yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm just getting so goddamn worked up over this because... Because of the simple fact that no one has a right to tell you how to run your game. Nah, it's, it's so personal. Yeah. And also, whoever gets the idea that everyone should be welcome to your game really doesn't understand the concept of group dynamics. No. Because that is the A and O, alpha and omega of role-playing, to have good group dynamics. Yeah, you don't, you don't want a piece of shit... Just a random piece of shit in your party. No. I mean, that, that, that is so going to ruin the, the session. No, I, either if it's a bad player because of what it's doing in-game or a bad person because of what it's doing out of game. It's, it's, whenever it comes to groups, there has to be some kind of consensus amongst all. Mm. A, an acceptance of everyone to agree or agree to disagree. I mean, there has to be some kind of mutual respect, mutual liking. If you have people that doesn't really work together, that doesn't function in a group, you can't really do a group activity with them. No. Because <clears> you, <throat> even if you can get the game going, you're, you're still going to have the element of annoyance and stuff like this. And it's just going to rub off on the game itself. Mm. So, I mean, I've had players, new players come into the group and everybody's giving them a chance to to be part of it because it's not like we're in this closed off group that doesn't want any new people. A group of neckbeards and a lady comes in. Yeah, exactly. No, of course we want new players. Yeah. I mean, you want to expand your group to have more, well, more perspectives and I mean... More it's, story. Exactly. It's so valuable. So it's so like important. We, <laughs> people are social beings. 
Mm-hmm. And of course, we want to expand our social network if we can find people that works along with us or the people in the group. Yeah. And when it comes to having new players or players that you've known for a while but doesn't work in the group, you can't run a game. Yeah. As I said, I, I've had this problem with players ruining games because they don't work in the group. For instance, mm-hmm. uh, I had this guy that he, no matter what, he did not want to go with the group. <laughs> and he... How should I say this? This was actually in the beginning of the adventure. He made a character that was some sort of... Uh, a scout-ish person. Rogue. No, not really. More like a ranger type. Yeah. All right. Well, it wasn't Dungeons and Dragons, so there wasn't really a class. No. Um, but this person, he did not want to go with the group to stay inside the town for the night. Oh, I think I know which game you're talking about. Yeah. And in the end, the whole plan of the adventure was to have the peop- <laughs> the players in town within the city walls because during night, a army of undead would attack. But since this guy didn't want to be with the other players, he made his choice to put up his tent in the woods by the side of the town. So, well, outside I had to the city improvise. Walls. Outside the city walls? <laughs> of course. <Yeah. laughs> so I had to improvise, and he was attacked by the undead. And when I said... Well, I actually gave him a fair chance, saying that you hear some scuffling outside of your tent. And he, his first reaction was, well, I hide in the back of the tent. Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, so I gave him a second chance. There's a sword going through the tent, <laughs> just missing you. I, I stay still. God damn it. Roll the dice. He was hit. Roll initiative, bitch. Yeah, well, this, he was poked by a sword. <laughs> really bad at his... Well, it was a deeper damage made, so I think he he actually got a liver damage or something. At this point, he actually decides to run out. He noticed that he he and his tent is surrounded by undead, so he climbs up a tree. <laughs> I mean, what can he do? <laughs> it's not like he could run to the city or something. But nah, he's a lone wolf. Yeah. Anyways, the players in town, when they get alerted about the, all the undead, they go up to the walls. <laughs> They look out, they see this ocean of undead just trying, just coming at the city. Uh, one of the players, he was a mage, throwing fireballs. Oh no! <laughs> so he throws a fireball and actually more or less ignites all of the undead. Not killing them, just making them burn. So now you have an ocean of burning undead yeah. around the city. So these undead, well, the fire spreads among the undead and goes into the undead within the forest. So the forest, <laughs> the forest is on fire, <laughs> and the player who sits in a tree with with internal damage. <laughs> well, in the end, yo, he's, he's he burned to a crisp. But here's the thing: this, the player, the person, he sits in my couch. Hyperventilating, <laughs> and and all the everyone in the group were like, "What the hell? Are you okay, dude? Are you feeling alright? My character is dying," and he's like, just throwing up a shitstorm because of this. 
and everyone's like, okay, we get it. it it's your character, but geez, chill, dude. So good game. Yeah, it's not real. It's not like you're dying or something. <laughs> yeah. That hyperventilating? I think it was. Yeah. So, well, uh, after this incident, I actually had some players come to me and say, do you really need to have this guy in the group? I mean, it doesn't really work. <laughs> but me... I'm like, well, he's a good guy. Come on, let's give him another chance. Yeah. So we did. <laughs> and I'll, I'll come back to that one later, because it's going to come into the package of another thing that I want to talk about when it the... comes to role-playing games. Mm, Namely, oh yeah. the concept of the murder hobo. Oh, yes. Good, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff, indeed. Now, here, here's an important point to make. I have not really played much Dungeons and Dragons, more than I have when it comes to Neverwinter Nights. That is yep. actually the closest I've ever been to really play a Dungeons and Dragons game. Yeah, it's same same for me. Because here's the thing: in Sweden, Dungeons and Dragons isn't really that big of a thing, because we have a lot of, well, we have our own stuff, native games, <laughs> so to say. Uh, we have our version, sort of, of Dungeons and Dragons called Drakan or Demono. Which is dragons and demons in English. Tra- in translation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's a D20 system, but instead of getting a 20, you want to get a 1. Now think uh, about that. That's gonna... <laughs> that's gonna <laughs> throw some, some people off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bad puns. Uh, you're gonna die real fast. Don't even think about it. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Yeah. You were throwing puns first. Anyways. Mm. Uh, here's the, also, when it comes to Swedish games, uh, which I play mostly, except for uh, the new World of Darkness, which I've been playing a whole lot as well. Mm. But uh, we have a game called Eon, a fantasy game which sort of relies on realism. Mm-hmm. In a lot of stuff. Well, you do have the the classical fantasy elements like other races and magic and stuff, but it really tries to emulate reality in a sort of way, which also has been the critique of this game because a lot of people think that there's too many rules. But here's the thing: you don't need to have all the rules. Just take the one you like, and then they're more like guidelines than rules. Exactly. And we have uh, mutant. Oh yes. And uh, what do we have more? Well, we do have a lot of stuff, but oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that's yeah. the thing. That, that's the reason why I haven't really played Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I mean the same. And to be fair, I have <clears throat> just find as fun with these uh, Swedish mm-hmm. and other games than Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, still understand the rules of D and D and all that, but yeah, I mean <laughs> most of our. Little adventures have been on other yeah. systems. I mean, we we have played on our little bit of a homemade. Yeah, homemade. Uh, I mean, you have a. I have my steampunk slash nineteen twenty plus system mm-hmm. setting. Yep. And I have my superhero setting, so yeah. to speak. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> we do our own thing. Yeah, but works. The, the main well. point of this is that. The games that we've been playing doesn't have classes like Dungeons & Dragons have. So when you're talking about uh, the murder hobo, uh, 
I talk about murder hobos as a concept more than a class. Mm. So for me, when someone say murder hobo, these are the overpowered slaughter machine players that mm. go around and just wreck total havoc. Yeah. I mean, I have... Uh, I, I think uh, as well. I, sometimes they are not just overpowered. I mean, sometimes they are just those sociopathical... Yeah. Douchebags. I have to be douchebags, but sociopathical... Sociopathical... People that's just... All right, you come into town. What do you do? I murder that woman. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kill that child. I kill that man. Why? Because of fun. That's why. Mm. I mean, you're free to do that, but... Um... But there will be consequences. There will be consequences! <laughs> In a game of Mutant I was running, I had two players that were playing uh, robots, or androids, more or less, uh, with... Um, uh, they had a modified personality ship implanted in them, which, oh, no. well, in in the standard version of the the concept, or rather, like this, a robot doesn't understand human feelings or human reasoning, because well, robots are beings of logic. They're robots. Yeah, but you can have well, let's say feats. Mm. that is the modified personality uh, beat, which may emulates human feelings and emotions and reactions. There yeah. are two sorts of these, the A and the B. These characters have the B variant, which actually removes all blocks and uh, just mm. makes it the, the robot able to do whatever. Okay. More or less making them psychopaths. Oh, joy. Yeah. So these two actually make a thing of killing a lot of people <laughs> just because of fun. Like, for instance, taking the arm of an old lady and beating two other people to death with it. Oh, Christ. Yeah. It, it was a really fucked up session. <clears throat> but to be honest, I maybe let it go a bit too far, but... In my mind, it was like, okay, if you want to do this, I will let you do this, but there will be consequences. Yeah. And in the end, one of them actually got thrown in a, uh, uh, what is it called? Garbage compressor. Oh, like a car metal. Uh... Yeah, exactly. He, he was crushed <laughs> because he tried to, to kill a person in the middle of the town by, well, actually charging at it with some ram's horn or whatever it was. It oh, failed, fuck. the person ran into a crowded area and yelled, help, help, it's trying to kill me. And then a mob formed, then they threw it in the, this compressor, and, well, it was scrap metal after that. Yeah. I, I saw it as sort of a victory. <laughs> <laughs> so this so is the comes of the murder hobo. Yeah. And all that can, it can play into the old Nuremberg excuse that it's what my character would do. Yeah, I hate that excuse. I mean, it, it's it's the equivalent of you sitting in Nuremberg trial and I was just following orders. Yeah, but then again, sure, if if you actually have a character concept that is, I kill everyone I see, that is your character. Yeah, uh, but, but it I will don't be like frowned upon. <laughs> it is frowned upon. <laughs> so, I I am divided there. I, I mean, in a sense, I like you said, I can also accept that. 
is what my character would do is a valid excuse because you're playing a character. Yeah. Character plays you and you play the character. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a bit of a balance there. Yeah. But I, I suppose that's what's fun with tabletop RPG. Yeah. There isn't a straight, coherent storyline. You can just do whatever. Yeah. I mean, all right, it will derail a story a bit and it will... You make a living hell for the GM. <laughs> yeah. But if the GM is kind of like, all right, guys, the players, let's see where this is going. <laughs> yeah. And just sit back. That could be so much fun. And exactly. This is just the opposite of what these professional nerds yeah. are up to. Like, they try and... They just want to railroad it yeah. to be this you must fit in our progressive agenda sort of thing. This grey rainbow mass yeah. of uh, bleh. Bleh! Yeah, say. exactly. So, <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah the, these so-called professional nerds. Mm. The, the, the nerds that are in the business. Yeah. In the table, uh, RPG, uh, tabletop RPG business. I have been in the business for long and I have seen Texas and I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. You don't represent us. Exactly. And and these people they don't really understand what it is to to play really in my opinion. No. It's like the writer or whatever he is for Dungeons and Dragons that said that women don't play Dungeons and Dragons because there's too much rules and lore. <sighs> what a tosser. Yeah, I I just really don't understand this person. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? <clears throat> and I mean What do you mean that that women don't play because it's too much rules and too much lore. How does that even factor into anything? It's like saying, oh, I can drive this car because it's too much of a hassle with the gears. I mean, it's Americans we talk about, but I, I see your point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, and yeah, I, I, but the, 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 these people just lump all together, like those over there, women. Yeah. So they're just. The collective yeah, women. They only look at demographics. Yeah. So, and it, in a sense, I can see somewhere, if I flip the argument around, all that, I can see where he's trying to go. Normal. Eh, normal. Oh, but, no. No. Non nerd women might have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah, if you, like, sit a... Um... Actually, I would say normies all over. It doesn't have to be women. I mean, yeah. I know a lot of guys that look at role-playing games going, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Well, and yeah. they think that, well, it's too much rules, there's too much lore. It doesn't have to be a female thing. No. That, that is my point with all of this. I, I think it's just retarded to say that... Can I even use retarded? I'm going to use retarded. Retarded! <laughs> it's retarded to say that women won't play because there's too much rules and too much lore. It, it's just stupid to say that. Yeah. If someone doesn't want to play, it's not because of their women or men. It's because of individuals. Yeah. That, that's... And it does not play in with this ancient sexist GM. Yeah. Like these neckbeards and like, <laughs> is a yeah, woman at the table? All... <laughs> the, the orc is trying to rape you. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give Anecdotes. them that, that there, there are a lot of creeps in the hobby. Goddamn sure. Insults. But I mean, tell me one hobby or thing where there are no creeps. I mean, Magic the Gathering community is full of pedophiles, apparently, so... Uh... <laughs> all right. Oh, shots fired. Um... Oh, no. A duck. <laughs> I mean, sure, there are, 
problems. There, I will give them that. There are bad eggs in everything. Yeah, but it's not the whole hobby. Does not represent it, us. No, it's not everyone. It's not all groups are not that. Hashtag, Hashtag not everyone. <laughs> Hashtag not all players. <laughs> oh my. I mean, sure that there are problematic people and everything, but just to say that everyone is like this makes me a bit pissed. Yeah. But that's the, their thing, the lumping people yeah. together. It's easier for their little collective minds. Well, it doesn't work for their narrative otherwise. Yeah. It doesn't work with their programming, you mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Have it more fun stories about game sessions? Well, actually, if we're gonna go back to the murder hobo thingy, and to tie with the gotta fit in the group uh, segment, oh dear, is like this. The second time we have this guy the hyperventilating guy in the couch. <laughs> the hyperventilating burning ranger, yes. Yeah, exactly. The second time he actually was part of playing, uh, he jumped in a... I think I've been doing one or two adventures before with the other players. Uh, so I actually... I let him join as he, he wanted to play a thief. And to make him... Well, on par with the other players, I gave him a special item. Uh... Yeah, a sort of a marble or small thingy that uh, produced a flash. So he could blind people. Sort of like a little bit of pocket sand. Yeah, sort of. But he just held it up and it flashed and people would be blinded for a second or two. But here's the thing. The group came into a town. I don't remember what it was called or something. And at that instance, the new guy, he split of the group. Party splitting, not even once, people. Yeah. He just ran off. He, wa- he wanted to do his own thing. He didn't want to be part of the group. But the other players, uh, they, they went looking for a tavern, a place to stay, have a drink and all. And after looking for a little while, they found this really run down, really bad place. Yeah. And in the middle of the, the main room, there was a small pen with a big pig. Oh, dear. Yeah. And the, the host of the place was really rude and just, whenever they wanted something, he was like, just gave them, like, watered-down beer and stuff. So the, one of the players was like, I hate this place. Fuck this place. So they actually killed the pig. <sighs> yeah. and. This t- really turned into the murder hobo theme. So they killed the pig and ran away, thinking that, haha, we've had our revenge. But I did not have to punish them at all. Oh? Yeah, because here's the thing. Everything they did after killing that pig, for some reason, all of their die throws were crap. <laughs> all of them, whatever they tried to do, they either failed or, or fumbled. It's like a curse. Or yeah, something. it was the curse of the pig. <laughs> so the adventure ends with all of the players gathered uh, at another tavern. The new guy thief has uh, he actually called upon the city guard or something like that, and. In the final confrontation, all the players were surrounded by the city guard. 
and the thief, he pulls out his flash marble, blinds everyone, goes under the table, crawls out and escapes, while the other players goes like, Well, we can fight our way out, and gets cured by spears. Asshole! All of them died except for the thief. Asshole! Yeah, and when it... <laughs> and when the other ones found out that this guy had actually called the city guard on them, they were not happy campers. <laughs> they lost their characters because this player wanted to do his own thing and steal all the loot for himself. You fucking donkey! And whenever they tried to talk about it, he, the new guy was like, Well, it was my character! There was no understanding, no compromise or anything. It was just like, well, that was what my character was gonna do. And, and at this point, I'm kind of... In this case, that excuse is not acceptable. No, because, again, it's about group dynamic. Yeah. So you have the murder hobo thing. <laughs> they actually <laughs> got their own punishment. <laughs> this also turned... With all the, the failed throws and all. That is why they all got killed. Because they fumbled <laughs> on their throws. I think one guy actually stumbled and fell upon a guard's spear. So, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the group dynamic. Well, the group was split because this guy, he did not want to play along. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> so, suffice to say... He did not get another invite. <laughs> Ever. No, because he really pissed everyone off. And just because he didn't want to compromise. He didn't want to go like, okay, sure, I'll actually work with the group. Mm. Because he didn't do this. He, he just wanted to say, no, I'm going to do this because this is my character. This is what I want to do. <sighs> yeah, he that's... ruined the fun for everyone. Yeah, and, and that's... That is a lot of what... <sighs> players fail to realize that you mm-hmm. you are a party for a reason. Yeah. You are not just strangers uh, walking by each other. Like you you are a group, you are a party even in game. Yeah, you need to cooperate to make things work. Mm. Otherwise what's the what's the whole point of being a group? None. Of playing a game designed for multiple participants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I, I, I uh, thought about uh, a little moment in uh, our other sessions with a harmless form of uh, murder hoboing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. the year was 1944, I think. We oh. were infiltrating a fortress from the Nazis. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we were in this village and interrogating two German guards. Yeah, two German soldiers. And... Um, one of our group members mm-hmm. just decided to cut the other one's throat. Yeah. He took one guard, pulled a knife, and stuck it in his throat <laughs> to scare <laughs> the other guard to start talking. <laughs> Have you ever heard about the Geneva Conventions? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that was fun. Yeah. I mean, I remember how shocked everyone was when he <laughs> did this. Just out of the blue, pull his knife, put it in the throat of the German guard, and all of you others looked at him with horror. Like, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> You're out of line, soldier! <laughs> hey, you was asking for it. 
<laughs> yeah, that was his excuse, right? Yeah, defiance <laughs> under interrogation. Thus justifying... Insubordination! <laughs> Actually, it was. <laughs> Your group commander said, okay, capture them alive for interrogation. He kills it. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude! <sighs> it was awesome. And then we found out there were zombies in the village and happened to burn it down. Happened. Yeah, it was my... Was it my dear girlfriend that did that? Yeah, but it wasn't a mishap. Nope. She did it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, they were zombies, so I guess... Eh. Yeah. What to do. Yeah. But in the uh, category of um, what our character would do when it comes with the character, I, I remember my character, my good old dwarf in Eon, mm-hmm. who had this... Uh, Thorbjorn half forehead. Thorbjorn halvpanna. He got a sword in his forehead and died and got resurrected. Long story. Yeah. Um. Well, in the same adventure, in the same um, campaign with the with the burning uh, undead crusade. Yeah. Um. I'm just gonna add this character had a trope. He had very much aggressivity. He had a problem with anger. Yeah, anger issue. And he was a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> a strong dwarf, I might add. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a dwarf that, in a hand-to-hand melee, walk up to, to a big-ass orc. orc on steroids. Yeah. A hairy big orc. Decide the half-through that I can't beat this fucker. <laughs> in, with fisticuffs, at In least. fisticuffs. <laughs> so, this dwarf climbs onto the said orc hugs him doesn't let go grappling and crush he yeah push well yeah squeeze squeeze (laughs) it ended with this with the dwarf collapsing that orc's lung and killing him by hugging him to death now let that sink in people (laughs) I'm just amazed that he actually managed to get his arms around the chest of that beast yeah me too But well, it worked. Yeah, it worked. But said dwarf had this anger issue, so he had to roll a die every time to make sure he didn't... Well, snap. Yeah. To remain composed. Yeah. So, we're going to escape from a library, I think. Yeah. Uh, with the undead outside the gates, we had found a escape route. Mm-hmm. A librarian was down there and trying to maintain some... Some sort of dignity. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and give not us some... panic. Yeah. And give us some information. The dwarf ended up being quite angry for some reason at, yeah. at this said librarian and basically pummeled him. Yeah. Unconscious. And then we left, leaving him to die. Yeah, because... For what we know. <laughs> because the, the burning undead army breached the city gates because, well, fire. Yeah, we, we managed to light them on fire in this session also. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you go into the town. Well, start a fire inside the town, and uh, yeah, it got messy. Yeah, but it was fun. Yeah, but but that is um in the category. It's what my character would do. That is actually what my character must do. In, yeah. In uh... well, you did fail the role to keep composed, and this librarian was having a panic attack. And it got the dwarf very angry, so... Yeah, so the dwarf 
knocks him out. But then you just leave. <laughs> we took we took his book about this uh, problem and just left. <laughs> you are horrible people. <laughs> I know. <sighs> right. So that was a little bit of anecdotal. Yeah. Well, I, I we were all over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can see that this uh, subject really lies us warm to the heart. Yeah. Ligger oss nära om hjärtat. Mm. So yeah. Yeah, well, a, a bit messy when it comes to the subject. We were all over the place, but I'm really not, not sure how else to, to And we, talk we haven't about. even talked about the captain that fucked a door. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of fucking doors, <laughs> uh, I actually posted that story on Reddit, and I think I got a lot of downvotes because of it. How dare they? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's well, th- we were talking about well, the the subject of the Reddit thread was uh, fucked up situation in your game, and I, I guess people did not find it funny or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think we just gonna need to. Tell this story. This is gonna be a long one. Not anyway. So we might as well. We might as well. So, co- uh, backstory. This is your steampunk adventure. Yeah. I am playing a captain of a ship, a airship. So I am a airship captain. This captain is um, special. Very special. Well. To to say it like this, you can't spell dishonorable discharge without honorable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let that, uh, with that in mind. So the ship has landed, crashed. Yeah, no, you uh, landed. you landed by a lone island out in the middle of nowhere. All right. And this island had a bit of a temple door, or like a big flat rock door in the mountain. Mm-hmm. Captain, oh, Captain, my Captain, goes up to the door and start inspecting it. Actually, it was more like this. There was a big wall, oh, yeah. flat wall, with a lot of holes in it. Oh, right, there. And the you, you roll a throw to uh, investigate this, right. to see what it is. And the answer to it all was that this was actually uh, Star Constellations. Yes. But since you fumbled that roll... You, in uh, sheer disbelief, disbelief, and maybe sort of annoyance, mm-hmm. calls out, "How the hell do you fumble investigation? What do I do? Fuck it!" And <laughs> and since there were a lot of holes, I go like, "Yes, ex- that's exactly what you do." <laughs> so the captain basically he says, drops, he, he looks at the walls and thinks like, "Ooh, this is a nice wall." Drops pants and finds a fitting hole. All this while the other people of the group is doing their own part of investigating this uh, wall. And just trying to ignore the humping captain. (laughs) The little respect they had for this captain suddenly gone. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This This is actually part of the whole not taking the game too seriously. Yeah. Go with the flow of it. Yeah, I mean, I never intended for this to be the real happening, but (laughs) since it became a thing within the group, it actually became what happened. Yeah. 
It's like everyone looked at the captain in disgust as play as the characters. Yeah. But the players were laughing because the situation was just so goddamn weird. So absurd. <laughs> and once again, this is about group dynamics. People know that they shouldn't take it all that serious. It's only a game. Yeah. It's and a fun and they can story. make a difference because they know what's in game and what is not in game. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> so yeah. Oh dear. Go- good times, good yeah, stories. We- we've done a lot of stupid things in role-playing games. We've done a lot of funny and serious things in role-playing games as well. Absolutely. And this is actually the essence of it, in my opinion, that you can have these experiences and happenings that will shift a bit between the comedical things, the weird stuff, the the stupid stuff, and more serious topics, and actually having real feels for things. I mean, if it's a good story, you're gonna get invested in it. Yeah, you're gonna really feel it, and be feel like you're really in the story and the happening. You're feeling the sorrow, you're feeling the humor, you're feeling the horror. Yeah. That's... I mean... (laughs) Yeah, being chased by a big monster trying to eat your head or face or what all of you (laughs) (laughs) generally killing or seeing a horned thing in the woods yeah that was eerie as fuck quite but but also knowing that the happenings in the game is in the game and yeah and not outside of it i'm not really raping you exactly i'm just virtually raping you i wouldn't even rape you how dare. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but on that we'll be going for a bit now, yeah. so maybe it's time to... On that high note, I mean, we're almost up in one hour, so <laughs> maybe a we should... High note. <laughs> Let, let's call it a high note. Or low watermark, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, well, I think we actually dug ourselves in the hole here. <laughs> but, mm. closing words. I love role-playing games. I want to continue playing, but I dread the community. Yeah. I want to go back to the let's play a game to have fun instead of let's play a game to spread ideology. Yeah. The NPC must be destroyed. The NPC must be curbed. <laughs> yep. And put its put in its place. Curb stomped? If you want to. Oh, okay. I'm curbed. I'm... <laughs> GMs unite! <laughs> unite! <laughs> Yeah, but uh, closing words? Closing words. uh, Phone booth. Yeah, that's a good word. But what about Carthage? Carthage should be burned and destroyed. Salt the earth. And with that... Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Hope you've enjoyed our silly ramblings. You can follow us on Twitter if you want to. Yeah, on a Google Plus... (laughs) Exactly. Kidding. Our handle on Twitter is at DRH Podcast. One word. I think you'll find it quite obvious. Yeah. For a little bit of a daily shit posting. Yeah, and stuff like that. So. Not for the easily triggered or offended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Bye, people. Have a good one, my fellow NPCs. Triggered. <laughs> bye. <laughs>